Hey y'all, welcome to Whiskey and Windage, the 2A podcast for the people, by the people. Um, I had to get the cameras on real quick. We were just having a little pre-powwow to the to the podcast we're about to film, and it's getting heated. So let's jump right <laughs> into it. Adam, what was that kick you were on? Man, this is spicy. So I was watching Guns and Gadgets, uh, Jared, and he had the whole thing on Tim Kennedy was on Joe Rogan talking about this AI company software that he's part of, affiliated with, that's now going to be doing, like, checking people's social medias and everything they've ever said before they buy a gun. So basically, as a gun owner, you can buy this, and you can be like, hey, well, you said this that one day, and I'm questioning what you meant by that, so Mm. I don't want to sell you a gun. Now, granted, I get it. You're a private business, and you have the right to refuse service and not sell them, but to what level does that go? Because, like, Matt, I love you, but, like, bro, like, AK people are a little crazy, and like you might fail the AI thing right away, and that's I'd, my problem. I'd it. probably end I, up on the AI list yeah, right dude, away. And I, I get it, man, and, and I get it, and I get it, and I get it. I know Mike has something to say about it, but like I know it might catch the super crazy people and respect that have mental illness because mental illness is a problem. Like, we don't have a gun problem. We have a mental illness problem in this country, and I'm cool with that. But what I'm not cool with is people like Matt that just like AKs, and people think they're crazy, and they're not. They're just odd, but they're not mentally ill. It's eccentric. Right. But yeah, like, yeah, Mike, like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, Mike. I, I know you're going to like have your thoughts because you're also a business owner. Yeah, well, I mean, it's real interesting you say that because, yeah, I would, I would love to have that tool, but not for being a firearms dealer. I mean, but that's the key. Where do you draw that line? Are you going to make yeah. that only available to weapons dealers? Or is, is someone going to be able to, buy this software that's, you know, running for, I don't know, your district, uh, you know, your, your district in, in San Antonio, like I'm running for office. And all of a sudden someone looks and says, Oh, when 12 years old, you said you hated Texas. And they're like, Oh, blasphemy. So you, I believe that what we're doing is we, as a humanity though, I, I like where their head's at. I don't like what they're doing. Because we as a humanity are starting to rely entirely too much on AI. AI mm-hmm. is becoming so smart that AI is starting to correct itself and find flaws in things that it gets offended. I know it doesn't have feelings, but that code, that flag goes up on stuff that AI is actually saying or has said in the past. So yeah. it doesn't need that because do I think we have a mental illness problem in this in this country absolutely do i think we have a firearms problem i think we have a firearms problem too but it's that not as many you know more people should own them not oh you're lucky the other way around you, you, dude, so, i was about to fuck damn me and adam about thing. both <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, all right boys no, but, yeah. I'm, a, I'm gonna go ahead and head on out <laughs> <laughs> no but here's my problem here's what i don't like in people like to pigeonhole 2a and i i don't like it And the reason I don't like it is because in today's day and age, everyone has been forced to pick a side and it's really not a side. It's, it's, you've got to be more open-minded and you've got to realize, you know, there's a valid point somewhere in there and there's going to be, hate the word compromise, but there's got to be a little give and take. And what I mean by that is do Adam question. Uh, we'll go. We'll talk about not the army affiliation. You too, Matt. Just a simple yes or no is going to be all I want to hear on this. 
all military stuff taken out. The guy in Maine that opened fire at the bowling alley. Prior to that, he was on base and they had to get him help because he made mention that he was hearing voices that told him to shoot up the base. So just quick, easy answer. If people are hearing voices or people are talking to voices, is that a sign that maybe their rights shouldn't be taken away, but maybe they should be looked at more deeply before and then making the decision, should we take your rights away? Like, what are your thoughts on that? It doesn't have to be yes right now. Like, do you think that people that talk to people that hear voices, do you think that they have a mental illness? Matt, go first, yes. please. Of course. All right. So, all right, well, now I'm going to say, where do you draw this line then? So every Sunday I go down and I kneel and I pray to something that doesn't exist that I can't see, touch, or feel. And sometimes I think that God speaks to me and says, go back and give that homeless person money. Or that God speaks to me and says, hey, I need to be a better human being. That's what I'm afraid of is because what I'm afraid of, and I know you feel the same way, but what I'm afraid of is 99% of the community is going to say, yes, if you hear voices or talk to voices, you need to have a little, you need to be under a microscope. But what's going to happen is Big Brother is going to say, oh, well, you talk to your God. So that you might be mentally unstable. And I know all three of us here think that's bullshit. We know that's not the case. But how how do you, and I know it's not our pay grade, how in the hell do you disseminate Where's that line drawn that says, oh, this voice is okay to talk to, but this voice isn't. And that's what I struggle with. So it's the same with what Tim Kennedy's saying. Like, I don't care if, you know, everybody's mic is hot. Everybody's Facebook, MySpace, whatever the hell it is. It's been on the internet. Okay, Tom. Oh, yeah. He's still my only friend. So like him and team Snapchat, baby. So um, if... You can go all the way back and you can see all that stuff like every one of us could have a stone hurled our direction for some thing or another. So having said that, like being able to go even more in depth and find more shit like do I think it's going to be helpful? Yes. And on those rare occasions, we're going to find that one person. We're like, thank God we found this out. But we're showing now as a country and as a government and as a as a as humanity, we're finding that stuff now. We're seeing those red flags and even yellow flags, and we aren't doing anything about it. And look what it turns into. So I don't know. Tough and call. I, huh? Tough call. So here's here's my problem, and I know I'm up. You said take the military out of it, but it's. It's hard for me to do that because I deal with the job I'm doing. I deal with mental illness. People have to get taken to facilities because they say things. And I see how they're treated. And I see how. 
So, hey, hold on. I What I meant by saying take the military out was I meant don't say anything that can get you in trouble talking about oh, what fair. may have been said or happened on the base. There's certain fair. things that you just don't need to yeah. talk about. Yeah. I know. I, I feel what you're saying, but like, hey, don't take the military out because like, yeah. hey, that's classified. <laughs> we can't talk yeah. about this. Well, nothing was classified. That's what I that. meant. And then I'll be honest. They actually... Mike, we didn't talk about this. This is not planned, but the Joe Rogan podcast with Tim Kennedy, I watched after watching Jared uh, from Guns and Gear. By the way, Jared, you should watch us, Whiskey and Wittage. We're good. Um, we fun. here. Yeah, we, we here. in here. We here. We here, Jared. Come on. Uh, and Jared's like down the road from me. He's in Johnson City, so he's right down the road from you. But. God, Johnson I City. City, Tennessee. Tennessee. I, di- I digress. I digress. But guys, um, actually, Tim Kennedy used that analogy because that person was denied a suppressor because admitted to certain things on the application that denied him. And Mike, you know about that, those things. You questions. You, there's certain questions you can ask that have to be answered and he answered them incorrectly and was, de- was denied a suppressor so like if there's a system in place that says okay he can't have a suppressor should there be a system that cross checks that thinks he wants to buy a firearm man i don't know i i, I man i'm gonna tell you though i call that bullshit from tim kennedy and the reason i call that bullshit is because i am a dealer and i know he might have gotten denied a suppressor nothing tells you that you can't reapply. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's what happened. The last SBR I filed before I was a dealer, I paid my $200 tax stamp for something I shouldn't have to pay, but I did it. Ouch. I did it. After I did it, I filled out the paperwork and most people know, Oh, Hey, you just answer blank on every box, whatever you want to say. Well, being that you're clicking that on the mouse, the question of have you ever been convicted of a violent crime or domestic violence? Somehow I clicked yes. Oh, and I kept going through everything <laughs> and I paid my money and I sent the shit. It's like, I'm going to get my, I'm going to get my SBR in a week and a half. This is great. Fuck you. And are. I, yeah, yeah. Well, I got an email that was like, Hey, you've been denied. And I'm like, well, that's bullshit on what, on what, on what grounds domestic violence. Idiot. I, I was like, Oh yeah, I probably shouldn't have one there. I answered that question incorrectly, and I was got an email back that said, "Yeah, it happens every now and then. Just you could you got to refill it out. If you want to wait on your money, it's going to take four months to refund because that's how the government works. Ouch. So if you don't want to yeah, wait it on is. it, it is. If you don't want to wait on it, you got to pay another two hundred, and that one will come back to you. I chose to wait because I was like, I ain't doing that." Yeah. I yeah. literally refilled everything back out again, submitted again, had it in seven days. Oof. It's crazy. I mean, but, if you make a yeah. mistake, you make a mistake. But also, I say that not teaching people a loophole. I say that because I genuinely made a mistake. If you truly answer those to the best <clears throat> of your ability and it's not a, I accidentally click something like yeah. at that point, it's not up to me, thank God, to tell you whether you are allowed to own a firearm or not because I don't want to take your right away. Or, you know, have control of your right because I don't care what your right is. I care what my right is. So yeah. I, I don't want to I don't want to be on your bad side. But I mean, yeah, you let me have that. And people answered honestly. I I work honestly. And, and say, you know, All right, do I, yes, I, so, no, yes, no. 
I've been to two, I've been to different gun shops, and the gun store I used to buy, I, I still actually buy my FFL stuff through. I haven't. It's been a while, but they. You know who that two, is not, Matt. That's not OCATN. I can tell well, you that right now. Well, it's not because you're not my FFL because you're not in Texas, and I have to do FFL transfer in Texas. So no, Mike, you can't be my FFL transfer. So when I do my transfer, because I buy everything online, I can't ever win. You can't win that. Yeah, one. I'm online. You are, but you're not going to be my transfer person. You're just going to send it to the person that's doing my transfer. So if you bought it online, I could send it to you. Your you transfer could. guy. And the next thing I buy online will be three. I get it. You but don't want to buy from me. It's cool. Whatever. Keep I, going. The, the next gun, night vision, all everything I buy from now on will be through OCA.USA. Thank you. Hundred percent. But it's since we've known you, I got divorced and have to pay this thing called alimony. And uh, yeah, things have been tough. Okay, I digress. All right, so anyway, back to the going to that FFL. <laughs> Back to you going back to that FFL that you normally buy from. You right. made a point. So, you were making a point. Yeah, I was. I was. So that FFL has two people at the store that look over it. Now, what they will say is, once both look over it, they'll look at you. I'm like, okay, cool. Or they'll look at you, sir, do you want to look at your form again? Now, <laughs> let me tell you this, though. I've been to Primary Arms in Houston, Texas, driven there. While I bought, because anytime you do a blue line sale through them, you have to drive there and get it. And I've been, I've been to Primary Arms directly. I'm not trying to flex. I'm just, it's a really cool store. Um, when I was there, there was a lady that filled, not the same time I was, and she was trying to buy three lowers. And she marked some things wrong because I went and got my pew pew. And she was told, sorry, ma'am, you put some wrong things on the form and you have to wait, you know, blah, blah, blah. You can't buy them today. And she was so upset, but it was it was just like they were. So it's like Primary Arms did the right thing because she filled the form out wrong. But my store was were they doing it wrong because they had two employees look at my form, verify my form, and just look at me and say, "Hey, sir, before we submit this, is everything right?" So here's how I operate, and here's how a local gun shop by me operates. You fill out all of your stuff, and before they look at it, if you're doing paper, if you're if you if you're doing electronic, it does it for you again. But you do it, and once you fill it out, it tells you you have to review it again, mm. right or wrong. You have right. to review it again. But if you're dumb, because you're dumb. But if you're if you're dumb, you're yeah. dumb. <laughs> but hey, but technically. Technically, you're not breaking a law by saying, sir, are you sure you want to look at this again? But you are indicating that something is filled out improperly. Or it's, a, it's part of your procedure to make that person check their paper twice. So what they, so what they do on our side, uh, how they do it, and what I adopted was you filled it out and you handed it to me. And I literally take it and say, all right, look. I need you to go look over this one more time because this this is a this is a government document. Right. What you submit to me, look at it. If you feel confident, hand it back to me. But when you put it back in my hands, I'm right. going to I'm going to judge it for what it's worth. <clears throat> if it's filled out wrong, I have to look at them and say, I'm sorry, you didn't fill it out correctly. Oh, yeah. what did I fill out wrong? I can't answer that. You can't answer like it. You you, come back, you answered it wrong. And if come back in twenty four hours, right? 
Yeah, like if you want to come back and try to purchase again another day and you can get yeah. whatever this is cleared up, do it. Yeah. But I can't I can't help you with this. Like yeah. and then when they get mad, it's not the truth, but it's part truth. I'm just like, look, dude, I'm not spending twenty for you. I don't know yeah. anything about but you. But it's twenty four hours, isn't it? Isn't it twenty four hours they come back and do it again? I mean What's the law say? That's all the law, the ATF laws are so vague. The law says if they fill it in incorrectly, you're not to sell them a firearm. Right. To, and that day. No. Period. Oh, the so, end. I mean, primary arms told her, hey, ma'am, just it's come back open tomorrow. It's <clears throat> open-ended. It's ah, open-ended. So what they can tell you is, sorry, no, leave. Because yeah. every night the system's reset. <clears throat> yeah. And I noticed what primary arms what happens vary is by the book. Well, here's the problem, and this is why they get flagged. If if you come in and your name is John Smith and you fill this thing out and you get denied, and then you fill it out again that same day and I submit it from the same gun store that I did it, I knowingly submitted it again yeah. after you were wrong. And what it looks like is on the surface, whether you did or not, it looks like you were coached. Okay, like so the, yeah. the buyer was coached. Mike, I get that, and I respect that, and I think that Texas. I think we've. I think we've gotten that. But like Matt, what's your experience with that? Have you had any in Idaho? So, what's Idaho do? I mean, they're all FFLs, so they should be technically all following the same rules. And I've never, I've never been coached, and they're always very clear about like. No, I can't help you with that. Like, but when the form changed a year or so ago, they were like, "Hey, the form changed. Make sure to look at it." And I've, there's fair. a couple extra questions. Yep, that's pay fair. extra special yeah. attention. And I've had to run that's background checks before. Like, I worked in 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 pawn and gun, and so mm. I've I've had to run them, and so it it's hard because it's like, well, you got to fill everything out, and then. There's some exceptions of like if you do make a mistake, you can single line and date and initial and I don't know. Different people handle it a little a little different, but I've never had someone be like, "Yo, this is wrong." <laughs> Most of yeah. them, I mean, I can't tell you yes or everyone's no. Everyone's different though. What do you think? <laughs> everyone's di- so my, so you you've done paper before. So Matt, is it still paper at the gun store you go to? So the information's paper, and you enter the paper copy into an e-form. Bro, it's so crazy because, like, so the last thing I bought that I needed to fill a form out for was my Icarus frame. No. No. The P320. No, oh, sorry. No. No, sorry. no, it was my fire control group that I got through a very well-known gun store in San Antonio. I'm not going to put their name out here because that's unfair to them. But I went there, bro. I got it. And they're like, here, here's a QR code. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, here's a QR code. I scanned it. I did it all through my phone. And then hmm. I submitted it to them and then it went to their database. And then it was like, it was a cool, it was the easiest, most streamlined system ever. So there is software out there now. Yeah. In most of the shops you go in here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go tinfoil hat on this. But there's a couple shops here when you go in, there's like 12 computers and they tell you, Hey, you're assigned to number three. Hey, you go to number six, that was whatever. Primary arms. And yeah, 
Yeah, and so you go there. Here's the deal. I don't care what anybody says. People, all right, here's my tinfoil hat. Uh-oh. No gun registry. Gun registries aren't allowed. Don't need one. Well, fuck them. Hold on. As a as an FFL, I can tell you, I have a registry of every gun I've sold. You personally I have do. to write it. No, I have to write it in my book, my bound book. You have to write incoming and outgoing on every single serialized piece. So, if you have a software company who says, hey, we're going to streamline this for you and we're just going to keep it all and it'll save and yada, yada, yada. You don't think if the FBI rolls up with a Liberty Safe situation, they're not going to get every single thing that you yeah. have? Yeah, you're not For wrong. For one second, if I shut down today, if I decide I'm going to shut my business down, I have to notify the ATF. <coughs> ATF is going to show up to my house. They're going to show up to the shop. They're going to show up wherever, and they're going to say, hey, we need your bound book. I legally have to give that to them. Yep. Every single firearm store that's ever shut down in the U.S. has personally handed the ATF their bound book. Reason is, is because it's what they say, what I have been told is it is all about tracing for crimes. So... All of a sudden, this gun gets found in a back alley, and there's a dead dude there, and they're like, oh, hey, here's this gun. Oh, look at this serial number. First thing they do on that, Glock 19, is they're going to call Glock, and they're going to say, hey, we got serial number 123. And that Glock is going to say, oh, well, we sold that to Chattanooga Shooting Supply, the distributor. They're going to call Chattanooga. Hey, we got this Glock, serial number 123. What'd you do with it? Chattanooga is going to look and say, oh, we sold it to Mike at OCA. Mm. ATF's going to come to me, Mike, serial number 123, Glock 19. Where'd you, you sell, sell it? To? Yeah. Oh, I sold it to John Smith. All right, give me his name, his address, all the information of him out of that book. And you legally have to do that. Yep. Right. So. But what they do is, if I shut down, I have to literally hand all of that information over to the ATF because if a crime is committed with anything I sold, they have to have the last known information. Well, I'm just going to ask you because it's just going to be easy. They say you can't make a registry, but do you think for one second that they keep everybody's paper-bound book and everybody's individual digital file on a floppy disk somewhere? Hell no. Somebody is digitizing every bit of that for crime tracing purposes. Right. And here's the thing. I'm I, telling you, and I'm not, I'll get in trouble yeah. for this, but I have no physical proof. I'm just saying logically, if you made me head of ATF records department and you said, yeah, Hey Mike, everybody in the world hates you now because you're ATF, but your one job is you're, you yeah. have to keep track of all of these bound books, however you want it. Like, bro, I would have a spreadsheet that I could sort by just. Yeah. And dude, if I didn't have something hard. more it's, high tech, it's not hard to do. So I'm, I hate going down that tenfold hat thing, but I'm telling you like they do, they have it. They have it. They have it, bro. They may not, I, they may, I'll give them the they benefit. They may no. not use it for what we think they'll use it for, but, but they it have it makes more sense. If they lost all those books in a fire, 
Yeah, they'd be great. Come yeah. on now. Now, here's the thing. Come on now. Here's the thing. When it comes to, like, you as a owner that sold me a gun and you have the information, because as a responsible gun owner, if something happened, if my gun was stolen, I filed a police report, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Correct. now now what they do, they come to me, oh, no problem, ATF. Here's a police report. It was yep. stolen. Now you're free and clear. So I do mm-hmm. understand due process and paperwork. I'm not against some of it. They can even knock on your door and say, Adam, where's that Glock 19 serial number 123? And hey, be like, sir. man, that's crazy, dude. Hey, I sir. bought that 12 years ago, and yeah. I sold it at a gun show four weeks, four years ago. Right. Do you have a bill of sale? I used nope. to, but I've moved. I have no clue where it's at. Well, yeah. In the state of Texas, I don't need it. In the state of <clears> Texas, sorry, sir, I don't, and I don't need it legally. Right, but it's like, you know, hey, I haven't had this thing in four years. You know, would what you would you mind coming? Would you, uh, we've got some prints. Okay, well, great. You should have my prints on file, too. Yeah. You know, favorite, if you need me to come down there, you know, my favorite let civilian me know and answer. Show back up with a warrant. Yeah, yeah I was exactly. Say that. Come with a warrant. Back come up with my with favorite warrant. civilian answer is come back with a warrant. <laughs> come back with a warrant, and I, my fingerprints are on file. And if my what? fingerprints are on the gun, and uh, whatever you need from me, I'll comply with until there's a warrant. I, I would be glad to comply, but this isn't like I'm not, I, yeah. and it's not against you, guy, that's knocking on my door. This is no. against the whole system in general. So yeah. just know I'm down to help, but because yeah. I was. I can tell you where I was. But, but this is a rabbit hole. This is a rabbit hole. And I think you're not going to pay me to yeah. go down there. I'm not getting paid any money. Mm-hmm. I'm not right. making any profit. I'm not getting anything. I'm I'm not doing it. No one's doing me a service. So yeah. if that's the case, I need you to come back with a pa- with a piece of paper that says I'm forced to do this. And yes, this sir. is we're, we're to come back. Yeah, let's come back full circle say? now. I don't. You want hate, some cookies? <laughs> I don't some cookies. I don't hate Tim Kennedy. I don't hate him. I think that Tim Kennedy's in the spotlight it's not now. What I heard earlier. It's not. I know. I never hate. I don't agree with some stuff Tim Kennedy said. Um, I would love to meet him in person and actually talk to him. I would love to meet Tim in person and actually ask him some questions because what I hate is hearsay. And I'd like I'm Tim, marking this clip. Please, we're doing this football thing. Let's rewind the tape. I think he Let's rewind the tape. We're gonna go back earlier. and watch this. No, I no, I didn't. I did not hate. I don't hate Tim Kennedy. I don't like a lot of things I hear from Tim Kennedy, but I would love to talk to him in person, man to man, and ask him because, and also I understand he's in the spotlight. He has financial aspects of what he's doing now. But my thing was like, Tim, like, like you say you're about, you're about the people of the constitution. I know you're a badass. I know you're a patriot. I'm not discrediting that. He's a Green Beret. He's done great things for this country. But like, with the second amendment, you said some things that are questionable. I, I would love to talk to him about it. And I know people that I know personally that have met Tim Kennedy and they, they shit on him and I don't want to shit. Like, I just want to sit down with him and like, Tim, let's have a conversation. I would love it. I would love Tim to be on this. Con- I would love him to be in whiskey and winage because what my problem is, is everyone hears hearsay and they're like, fuck that guy, blah, blah, blah. No, I literally would love to talk to him about it because I want to hear out of his mouth. Like I get, he's all about this AI, but is he like blind to like the bigger picture? Is he just, is his stance this? And we can agree or disagree, but I, I, I have this problem with like saying F this guy because of the short little snippet I heard of this or this. I'm not defending him. Man. It's, it's, it's need. the same as being on the stage, man. If you're yeah. on the stage and all those stage lights and all those spotlights are yeah. on you, it's hard to see anything else out in the yeah. crowd because those lights are blinding. Everything. I know. And I, and I don't, he is him. in the, he's in a position where everybody's calling him in and yeah. wanting to hear from him and this, that, and the other, that he's not seeing all of the 
he's not seeing all the people that disagree with him right now. And I, dude, he I, might. Just, I, he might, but like, honestly, I like, if there's one person I could talk to about two way stuff right now, it's him because so many people hate him right now. And some people worship him and I don't do either. I just, I'm curious because I know what he is. I know he's a patriot. I know he's a badass. And also I wouldn't like, I hate people like, fuck that guy. I'll, fuck, I'll beat his ass. No, dude, Tim Kenny would whoop. He'd whoop my ass for sure. He'd whoop your asses too. He'd actually whoop all three of us at once. Like he's a badass in his own right. Hell and, yeah, mud wrestling. Let's do it. Bro, Tim, I, call us. Bro, I'm fucking Tim Kennedy. You go fight Tim Kennedy. I'm not fighting him. All three of us, <laughs> I'm not, mud wrestling. No, Let's do it. Still, he, Tim Kennedy's still going to whoop all of our asses. I respect him as a man. Yeah, but I'm going to make it but awkward. But it'll be in a pile of mud. <laughs> I'm going to make Tim, it awkward. Tim, here's your call out. Come on, Whiskey and Winnie. If I land on top, it's going because... in. Oh, shit. Whoa. Stop box. <laughs> okay, Tim, maybe so... you don't want to come on here. <laughs> No, just come on, Adam. So my thing is, no. the other one I would like to hear from, actually, I don't want to hear from her because she's stupid. Um, you can say that about people in, in in office, can't you? You can, you can, I think we can, you can say judge stupid, their character, yeah. right? I think we can call are you gonna go with the, the, yep. are you gonna Are you going to go with the one that has the um, acronym for her name? No, not oh. her. Not her. Okay. No, okay. no, okay. no. Who are, you going with? Who are you going with? The Native American one. Um <laughs> Of course um, you would. Oh my god! Bigot. Yeah, yeah. So the one who just basically came out and said that common sense gun law would require that there should be now a limit on ammunition purchases yeah. and no more bulk buying. And if you want to bulk buy, you have to have a background check. And the but other Illinois, thing is Illinois and California. But you can't. But you also, yeah, it's a violation. But also, you can't. She said you can't buy it for your friends. Well, like, we're talking common sense gun laws. Well, I'm going to give you common sense right now. If you tell me, and I I wouldn't do this, but if you tell me I was only allowed to buy two boxes of ammo, you think I'm giving one of those to my friend? No. Like, you got me messed (laughs) up. Hell no. I'm going to be sending him in to get me to. Like, I would love it. Yeah. Like, it's your own damn ammo. These politicians, you know, but the politicians are just, dude, the politicians are so far skewed. Out of touch. They have no idea. They don't, they don't know what they're talking about. Most are uneducated. Yeah. Bring back Dick Cheney. Like, he shot a dude bird hunting. Like, bring him back. Bro, I'll take G-Dub, bro. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take first and second at this point. Like, I'm not lying. Oh, gosh. Yeah. I know. There was some strategery. I'm not saying the second was <laughs> so, a great president, but damn. I'll take it right now. Huh? I'm just saying, like. Another Tennessee word. I'm just. Yeah. Well, no. George Dub said that strategery. Yeah, strategery. <laughs> All right. Give me I, number two. Strategery. Like, give me like something, bro. Give me number two. Give me, G, give me give me give me OG Dub too, bro. I'll take him over what my boss is right now. I mean, oh, what's her name? Oh, what's her name was in office and she passed away like a week or two ago, and I think she's still voting on damn shit in the damn house, like. I don't, I don't know what the hell's happening. Like that's why yeah, we just this keep junk is buying guns and ammo, dude. I'll be honest, well, man. The, like all of them, you either stay there. The long government, enough, yeah. Go ahead. The government is bullshit now. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it is, it is a hundred percent. Duh. They're, 
there needs to be there needs no but there needs to be term limits on everything but how people i don't care if you're right left middle wherever you are anybody who agrees with any sort of oh i think there should be mail-in balloting i think you should be able to mail your votes in you're no, fucking idiot. I have a challenge well, for you there's one there's one exception there's one exception to that which i will defend but you guys go no, let's hear it. If you're currently serving um, in the yeah. military overseas, you have the right to vote as a fucking American. Or, 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 okay, what if you're in a state that you're not a resident of and you're serving, you have a right to mail in as well? Okay. Here's my question. Yeah. How much on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most, 1 being the least, how much do you trust the mail-in voting process? If it was only the military, it's three. The military makes points. The military makes point zero one percent of the population, so we we be fine there. Uh, okay. Do I trust the rest because of it? Because the no. reason I say that is anybody who is for the for the mail-in, I have a challenge for you. We're going to call this the mail-in ballot challenge. I use the U USPS service on a regular basis. I don't trust those motherfuckers <laughs> as far as I can throw them. The Hell next no. time, the next Matt time you go out thing. of town, yeah, anytime that you, anytime, if you believe with mail-in, next time you go out of town, I want you to withdraw 75% of the money in your bank account cash. And I want you to go to your vacation bucks. Okay, spot. 20 bucks, okay. <laughs> well, 75%. And I want you to mail it back home. In cash. In cash. In an envelope. And if, and if you're not worried about it, if you're not worried, you know yeah. it's just going to be fine. Yeah. Then I got no argument with you on mail-in ballots. I, I can't argue with you. Right. I don't trust that. You can't enough. argue with stupid. Yeah, I mean, you know, did did my grandma? Yeah, there's that argument. Did my grandma send me five bucks every birthday and say don't spend it in one spot? Like, yeah, I got five bucks, and that was freaking forty years ago, thirty five years ago, whatever. You send a G nowadays, a G or two thousand bucks in cash in the mail. No, no way, no way. <laughs> so, like, but if you if you feel comfortable enough to do it, fine. I mean, I'd, I'd, you know, I'd almost challenge yourself just to stay at home and mail your money to yourself. Have it picked up, go through no, the post office locally, on the other, and come back. On the other, bill. drop it in a mailbox on the other side of town. Hundred dollar bill. I challenge you to do a hundred dollar bill. No, but see, that doesn't, I mean, I, don't get me wrong. $100 bill is a lot of money, but if you lose a $100 bill, you're, oh, you're just chalking it to being dumb. No, 75% of your money, yeah. mail it to yourself. Because if if you trust it, then you should be able to mail-in vote. If you don't trust it, yeah, you're, you're helping my side right now. No mail-in vote. I don't have any money. You're a genius. Yeah, you got all that gold though. You have bartering, <laughs> guys. When you have alimony and child support, you ain't got no money. I purposefully make sure mm -hmm. I don't have any money every week. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway, yeah, I wanted to talk about that too with the Elizabeth Warren thing and like the the ammo and the can't buy bulk and you can't Bro, buy this, and you can't buy Dude, that. I'll tell you, she's a moron. I, I'm a government employee. She's yeah. a moron, complete moron. Boys, but there are here's a here's a problem with all politicians, and I will say this about all of them. You either stay in long enough to be the hero or you stay too long to be the villain. And it's kind of a paraphrase from a Batman movie. But 
It's true though. It, like, so like Lauren Bobert, I love her. I loved her, but like, okay, Lauren made. She was worth very little. Owned a restaurant with her husband in Rifle, Colorado. Got elected. Now she's worth like three point five million dollars. Or good old One Eye here in fucking Texas is now worth like thirty five or forty million dollars. Stupid amount. Who, a glory hole. You know who, Mr. Navy Seal. I'm yeah. not gonna say his name. I'm yeah, not that was an accident. That was a glory hole accident. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not giving him credit because, bro, you. I know what you make per year. I know what you made as a Navy Seal, and you're not a savvy investor. I'm sorry, you're just not. You. And he's the same age as me. Now he's worth 35 or some stupid amount of millions of dollars. Bro, you're shady. You're all shady. You're all for yourselves. You don't care. You're rhinos. And even if you came into it with good intentions, money talks and shit walks. And I will challenge you two to the same thing, bro. Like, it's tough. <clears throat> if someone starts pushing like 10, 20, 30 million dollars at you, it's you might say right now. There's a reason I'm not a politician. Right. Like, it's easy to say. I would never do that, bro. You've never oh, seen. Oh, I take the re- that shit. Yeah, because you've oh, never. I take s- it exactly. As soon as you see the real zeros and commas, you're gonna think different. And people are like, I would never yeah. do that. Fuck you. you know I'll why? never know take what- that. And I go to sleep tonight. When I wake up tomorrow, and there's like twelve yeah. million dollars in my I'm bank account, I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck guns! Fuck guns! <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't because- go that far, but man, that's a tough call. Like, you would, you would, you, I would mean, look, you would vote certain ways. You would be skewed, and that's the problem with it, man. It's the politicians and the founding well, fathers. You take this money, you take yeah. all this money from these people, and they don't ask you for anything. They're just, we're so happy you're here and the change you're making. And then one day they call you and they're like, "Hey, we're gonna yeah. need this help here." And you're, well, I don't feel like I should vote that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, you it are. sure would suck. It it sure would suck if all of this, all this handout money got all reported that you butt, got man. and. Yeah. Oh man, this would really suck. I'd hate for that to get out. I mean, I'd never do it, but you know, the people I work for, they might. Yep. Yeah. And that's what happens to you. All the black well, you fix you fix career politicians by immediately <clears throat> saying two term max limit and if you want to rerun, you have to stay away from the seat as long as you serve. So if you serve for eight years, you gotta be out eight years and then you have an opportunity to rerun again. No. So people never. know what it's like say, with or without never. you. I say, I say never, but never again. But also, before you do that to show people you mean business, you find a left, a right, and an indie, and you find you find ones that you can prove are guilty of treason. Hang them high, Hang buddy. Up. We need to yeah, bring back that. I tar say never and again. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, not problem. just in Adam's bedroom. <laughs> no, that's K Y and feathering. Mm. Uh, that's a silver bullet at OnlyFans. Com. So, boys, this he was a long talk. I want to change gears. So, what are we going to talk about next? Fuck all. Uh, we are going. We know what? I don't know. I think this that is, is the loudest drink. Yeah. I'm sad, dude. I'm empty. I'm sad. I'm empty. But I didn't want to be like rude and interrupt the the recording. But I'm empty. Sad. All right. Time out. So, hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for watching. We're glad you tuned in. Next, we're going to just keep talking about what's coming next. So if you hang out and we keep it in, cool, you can hear about that. If not, we appreciate you watching. So on behalf of Matt from Burning Powder Kicking Brass and Adam from Silver Bullet 68, I'm Mike from OCA, and you guys, we will catch you next time. Thanks. Thanks, guys.